You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Today's episode of Paranormal Pets is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audiblepodcast.com forward slash paranormal pets. Over 75,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. It's 11 o'clock at night. It's dark. You're sitting in front of the mirror getting ready for bed. There's nobody else in the house. You see something move in the corner of your eye. You glance to your right, but you don't see anything. Another minute goes by, and you think you see movement again. So you slowly turn to your left, but again, the room is empty. You turn back around, and staring you face to face in the mirror is a cat. You jump back, because you don't have a cat, and there's no cat in the room. But there he is, staring at you in the mirror. Welcome to Paranormal Pets, where you can always expect the unexpected. Each week, we'll discuss all aspects of weird or spiritual animal encounters, ghosts, totems, psychic animals, animal souls, animal angels, and animals in religion, with a little cryptozoology thrown in. Now, step into the supernatural world of pets with your Paranormal Pets ghostly host, our ghost host. Hello and welcome to Pet Life Radio. This is Paranormal Pets and I am your host, Brandy Stark. I'm very excited for this episode because we actually have a really unique opportunity to speak with a paranormal investigator and talk about a webcam that has actually captured a ghost cat, among other images. And uh, so we will be bringing Tom Watkins of Night Paranormal on the show in just a minute. But first, we're going to pause for these commercial messages. Now, time for something really scary. A word from our sponsors. Paranormal pets will reappear before you can say... Bigfoot. Don't run away. Hey, boy. How you doing? (coughs) What am I doing? (coughs) I'm creating your own life book. It's a website that's just for you. Remember that picture I took of you pulling off Lisa's bathing suit? (coughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. Me too. I'm putting that awesome picture on your life book page. We'll see what comments we get. And that great video we took of you standing on the table with your head inside the turkey? That's definitely going on there. No, it's easy. It only took me two minutes to set up your page. I chose a great theme, and I can connect with millions of other pet parents. I can also create a memorial life book. No, not for Grandma, but we can make one for Fluffy, remember her? And we can even put links to our favorite pet charity. And friends can make donations. People can create their own life book for their pets by going to PetLifeRadio.LivingYearsPets.com or they can sign up on the Pet Life Radio homepage. <coughs> Where's Lisa? She's outside by the pool. Hey, come back here! <coughs> create your own life book for your pet. PetLifeRadio.LivingYearsPets.com 
Want to know what cats like to eat for breakfast? Mice Krispies, of course. Learn everything there is to know about cats on Catitude with your host, Tom Dock. Each week, we'll spotlight a cool cat breed, give up-to-date advice on cat health, and check out spiffy new cat products. So curl up on the couch every week for a perfectly enjoyable time on Catitude. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Did you hear that? Our commercials have mysteriously disappeared. Paranormal Pets is back with our haunted host, our ghost host. And welcome back. Tom, are you here? Yes. All right. Well, this is Tom Watkins from Night Paranormal, and as you said, you were elected to speak for the group. We're very excited to have you on today. What would you like to tell folks about yourself? Of course, uh, you already said I'm a paranormal investigator. We all got started in this roughly about five years ago. We moved into this home, and things started happening. And at first, we just brushed it off to an old house, and, you know, like, like the old timers say, the house is settling, or... But then we started having some really unique things happening, and it went on for a few years, and I started running a cam at night, recording video all night long, and then on my days off, I would spend my days off reviewing this video, and finally we, you know, I needed some days off, and we started our webcam on AsylumCam.com, and we ran there for a short while, and we decided, we took the cam down for a short time, maybe a month or so, and then we started a, our own campsite. That way we could have anybody in the world help us to catch something instead of me having to review, you know, 12 to 20 hours of video on my days off. I can understand that. I also do paranormal investigation, and what folks don't understand is how much you actually are going through after an investigation or even with uh, video or recordings or anything you do. It sounds like your site's been quite successful. Yeah, it's been pretty successful, but uh, it can be improved in the future. Like our cam only captures an image every seven seconds. There's a lot of time in between there that you could miss something. I mean, we can walk from the downstairs to the upstairs through the cam and and maybe only be capped once. So it would be better with full-time video. But as far as people capturing individual images, this, this is the best way so far. Excellent. Well, do you know who is haunting the location? Oh, we have lots of things haunting the location. Last time we checked, there were 17 here. But, oh, my goodness. Uh, as far as the cat that has been caught mm-hmm. and witnessed and experienced, I have no idea where the cat came from. Um, this, this was an old farm. It could have been a farm cat. It could have been the resident's pet cat. It hasn't been captured lately. But like I say, there's lots of time for it to slip through. Does it show up with any of the entities in particular, or is it always individual? Now, the, the one cap we did get that's posted on our forum, it's actually an animation of a set, like three or four different caps turned into an animation. There appears to be a woman in the background with uh, her hair like up in a bun, like an old-time hairstyle. And do you know who she is? No, no idea. Okay. Well, it's interesting that you have 17 separate entities, though, that's, uh, and that includes the cat. Is that correct? Um, no, that's, well, I'm not sure. I didn't ask that specific question. 
Okay, but 17, I mean, that's still a really incredible number to have in a, in a single location. Is there anything that happened to, to bring them all there? Was there a, a singular disaster or is this just something that the house has accumulated all these folks over time? Well, we had four to five resident spirits and then in January 2009, we introduced haunted dolls to the location. Ah, that would do it. Okay. And what inspired you to do that? Basically boredom to start with. Okay. It was wintertime. Uh, our cases drop off in the wintertime. And we started seeing these haunted dolls on sites such as eBay. And we got dolls and we were going to study them for a while and tell people not to waste their money and not to buy haunted dolls on eBay. But shortly after the first two arrived, um, we decided we probably wouldn't be able to tell people that. And uh, we started picking up female voices, which we had never never captured in the house before the dolls arrived. And you have spirits that follow me home from cases. You have spirits that seek me out for help. It's uh, It gets crazy sometimes. I understand. Did the cat appear before the dolls or after? The cat was, well, at the time the cat appeared, I think we had the first two dolls. So it's a possibility then that the cat might have come with them? It might have, but all the dolls that we have purchased so far have, like, tragic stories behind them. Accidents, how how they became spirits, supposedly. So I don't know if it... It's not like someone passed away in their house with their cat and, you know, the cat came with them. But it it's entirely possible. Okay. Actually, that makes it kind of interesting. So you've actually got kind of a... a a series of different events that could happen as an active paranormal investigator, as you say, entities can follow depending. uh, My team actually does not specialize in hostile haunts. And we usually at the end, we request that everybody just stay where they're at, you know, we go, but I have had uh, investigators, particularly from other teams who've said, yeah, you know, depending you, and depending on the circumstances, they can follow you. And it would be interesting if, if the cat was one of those. And then, as you say, uh, you've got the dolls, and entities, a lot of people really believe that they're attached to a house, and that's certainly not always the case. I mean, as you know, you can get them with uh, property. You can get them attached to items that are transportable, and sometimes they even attached to people. So you've got that aspect, and then, of course, there's always the aspect that the cat could have been with the house to begin with, although the timeline sounds a little bit different, so it sounds like it came a little bit after. Well, that's got to be pretty unique. How often does the cat show up? We haven't seen the cat for quite a while, but... Uh... Like I said, the camera's been mainly focused on these dolls for, you know, quite a while now. I don't know if if the cat was attached to a spirit that was passing through. Or That's a we're possibility. Just, we're just not capturing it. But I actually experienced the, the cat spirit, not just on the, uh, the captures. So it interacted with you? Yes. And how did it do that? Well, last March or so, my wife had to go to Oklahoma for a wedding and I was here with our three children. I took vacation from work. And one evening, I just got done putting them to bed and went over to my bedroom. And I laid down and I just had this funny, strange feeling. And uh, I laid down facing away from the door. And um, I just lay there for a while, not moving, not making any noise. Mm-hmm. Eyes were closed. I felt something creeping up the bed toward me. And okay. I, resi- I resisted this urge to look. It was like little steps. And mm-hmm. whatever it was got close enough like it would have been looking over like toward my face. And I did not move. I, you know, I resisted the urge to look quick. And uh, pretty soon I felt a couple steps going away. And then I felt the weight shift when it jumped down off the bed. Wow. Okay. 
So it's a curious cat then. Exactly. But uh, whether it's still here or not, I don't know. And it's anymore, well, I don't, I don't sleep up there that much because of my back. I sleep mainly in my office and usually everybody else is so tired when they get up there that, you know, they go to sleep and they're not, this could interact with us quite a bit and we not even know it. Well, that is always a possibility and cats are cats. I mean, they, I think living or dead, they always kind of uh, have their own unique personality and they like to do things in their own time, right? Yep. Yep. And they, they are curious, which I'm surprised that it, you know, if it was still here, it hasn't checked out anything we got going on up there. Well, that's true. It sounds like it just kind of stays out of the way, which isn't uh, unlike a cat either. (laughs) Or actually, maybe that is unlike a cat. I'm not sure. I think it depends on the cat. Well, that's actually fairly interesting. And again, what was your reaction? You just kind of stayed as still as possible until the entire phenomenon was over? Yeah, I never did move. I never did go look. Um, I just chalked it up to experience. And, you know, the whole time it's happening, I'm kind of analyzing it in my head, you know. It's like, you know, and it felt just like a real cat would do if they were, you know, creeping up to you on the bed. And I really didn't know what it was until I felt it jump down and it's almost like I could hear it land. Wow. Really interesting. Are you going to try anything else to see if you can capture the cat entity? I mean, EVPs or are you going to stick with the camera? Well, we do EVPs from time to time and we have live EVP sessions and sometimes we run the camera um, with video live all night long and we haven't as far as i know captured any any animal noises it seems it's it's a bit more of a challenge with animals because you know i've had folks that have asked advice you know how do you communicate with an animal spirit and you know the best i can really advise is to act as if it were a living creature i mean how would you communicate with a dog or cat in life but you know, it's, it seems to be a little bit harder to get animals to, you know, to produce EVPs or to want to. And, of course, with cats, I mean, you'd have to imagine, again, cats do things in their own time. But it would be hard to, to track how a cat would produce an EVP unless it directly meowed. I mean, but it would still be a rather interesting experiment. I don't know if you'd ever consider even like a catnip mouse or a cat toy just to leave it out and see if anything ever interacted with it. Catnip would be a little strange, though. I don't know how you would deal with a, a catnip-induced cat ghost, but that would still yeah, be Yeah, that would be certainly crazy if it had the same effect as it does on a living one. It would be yeah. one, one bouncing off the walls. Well, then you know it was still there, right? Yeah. Now, out of curiosity, what advice do you have for folks who install webcams in their haunted locations? It's kind of something rather different. If, if somebody thinks they have a ghost or even an animal ghost, I think it's a great way to document because, as you've just noted, uh, not only are you watching the camera, but you have multiple eyes watching it with you as well and something that's documentable. And, of course, paranormal investigation is still kind of in that pseudoscientific side of things. So the more documentation you can get, the better. So what advice? do you have for people who are interested in, in perhaps doing a webcam? Well, first of all, it's a challenge just getting your, your media to the internet. You have to have a camera that's compatible with your computer and you have to have software to get it to the website somewhere or a website. Easiest way, of course, would be to run a webcam and record it to your computer to start with. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then if you have pets of your own or children, uh, you got to take that into consideration. Like, we normally place our webcam where the, the children are in it when they go upstairs and when they come down but or when they cross at the foot of the steps or something to that nature. But normally we try to keep the children out of, you know, the public light. 
as they get older, we'll be able to branch out and move our camera around more. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's a lot of technical glitches. Like, in fact, right now our camera is down. It's been down since almost eight o'clock last night. Mm. And uh, there's a well, website issue. We capture it here and we send it to a, a sister site. And uh, for some reason, it's not accepting the image. But uh, we do also host cams. I mean, if you need somebody to watch a cam, we can set you up with the software and we can actually monitor the cam for you. Mm. Well, we that's have, a good service. We have capture programs that can capture any motion and then review the photos afterwards. But uh, the, the basic thing is getting your hardware to, to get along, your camera and your computer and the rest of it we can work around. But that's the first thing to worry about. And that's true. I know, for example, I actually have a small webcam in a laptop. And, of course, you know, I didn't use it since I've had the laptop. The one time I needed it was actually for a class presentation. And when you know, you know, the thing recorded once, and then when I needed it to record, it refused to do so. You know, so it definitely can be a hardware issue. And then I had, actually, you're quite correct. I had a very hard time getting a camera that was, one, good quality, that would show decent images, and two, would interact with the computer appropriately and would record appropriately. So it does get to be a bit of a challenge. And actually, I think if it's okay with you, what we might do is go ahead and pause for a moment and let our sponsors speak a little bit. But when we get back, I'd like to ask you how viewers can determine when an image is paranormal on their camera. So let's go ahead and pause for just a second. We'll let our sponsors have their say and we will resume in just a moment. Now time for something really scary. A word from our sponsors. Paranormal pets will reappear before you can say Bigfoot. Don't run away. Hey, love to read, but just never seem to have enough time to sit in one place long enough? For all of us on-the-go people, Audible has the answer. Best-selling audiobooks for your iPod or MP3 player. For Pet Life Radio listeners, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 14-day trial to give you a chance to check out their service. Choose from hundreds of today's bestsellers, including awesome pet books such as Bad Dogs Have More Fun by Marley and the author John Grogan, Love That Cat by Ingrid Newkirk, It's Okay to Miss the Bed on the First Jump, and Other Life Lessons I Learned from Dogs by Seinfeld's John O'Hurley, and many, many more. To download your free audiobook today, go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash paranormal pets. Again, that's audiblepodcast.com forward slash paranormal pets. It's time for school for you and your friends, your furry best friends. Train your dog the fun and easy way with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Teacher's Pet host Pia Silvani teaches you step-by-step how to train your dog the fun and easy way. You get eight 30-minute live audio training sessions, complete transcripts of each session, plus a basic training manual to get you and your dog off to a great start. Training begins the moment you bring your dog home. Teacher's Pet Sessions offers positive reinforcement training to shape your dog's behavior and encourages upbeat, enthusiastic responses to ensure that your dog will enjoy learning. Teacher's Pet Sessions dog training is fun at both ends of the leash. 
So listen, learn, and laugh with your dog with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Get your copy of Teacher's Pet Sessions Volume 1 today. To order, go to teacherspetsessions.com. Hi, this is Pia Salvani, your host. Bring your dog, tug toy, and treats, and get ready to have some fun. Teacherspetsessions.com. Will your dog have a bone to pick with you tomorrow? Is your cat planning a hissy fit? Follow the dog star to Pet Life Radio for Lucky Stars. Our weekly pet horoscopes. Whether your retriever's a believer or your Pekingese disagrees, this is the place to find out what the stars hold for your favorite furry friend. So pull up a crystal ball every week with your host, international pet astrologer and earth, fire, water, and air Dale Lucky. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On PetLife Radio. PetLife Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Did you hear that? Our commercials have mysteriously disappeared. Paranormal Pets is back with our haunted host, our ghost host. And welcome back. I'm fortunate today to have Tom Watkins from Night Paranormal, and we are discussing web cameras. He actually was able to capture a cat image, and it was sent to me, and it's actually a really interesting image. With your permission, I'd like to uh, possibly either post the link uh, or post the photo with this interview so that folks can also log in and take a look at that picture. But we were talking about installing web cameras, and I guess uh, we had stopped kind of mid-question, but I'd like to find out how you advise viewers to determine if an image is paranormal when they're watching the camera. Sometimes it takes a combination of, of people looking at it. What we normally do is, I don't have a lot to do with our, our forum because of time and investigations, but uh, Tracy will let me know when we have something on there that, that I need to check out, and I load it into my image editing programs, and I run it through a bunch of filters. I turn the picture inside and out. Plus, you got to kind of keep an idea of what was going on at your home at the time the image was captured. Sometimes we have to drag the kids over to the foot of the steps and compare their heights to <laughs> apparition heights and stuff of that nature. But uh, if you find an image, um, the first thing is to try it, and you don't know what it was, is try to recreate it, try to find something that would have caused that image. If you can't find that and then you need to actually look at the image itself, you know, the first thing is turn it into a negative invert the image and that'll give you the best look at it first and then you can start messing with the colors the filters if it passes all those tests and then uh, you might not have something paranormal but you have something unexplained i mean mm-hmm. we get very very few images that we actually say yep that's paranormal a lot of them are just labeled interesting that we can't recreate it you can't rule it either way so it can't right. be recreated but it's something it's an anomaly it's usually that's what we call them well this is an anomalous image so unfortunately and, and those are sometimes the the most i mean they're wonderful but they're irritating you know because you're like oh, i think i really have something but i just don't know for sure right. so you advise filters and examination try to recreate it if you can recreate it you can usually rule it out you know, it's actually an excellent thing to do. So by the time you got to the cat image, you had done these things and, and determined that indeed it was a cat spirit that you, you captured. Right. At the time, we actually had, well, what happened is 
we our original forum got hacked and we were only able to retrieve a certain amount of the information we used to have the individual captures that that animation was made from and now we don't so we have to rely on just that animation and we also had other when uh, the camera was hosted on asylumcam.com mm-hmm. we had other individual images that looked like you know faint outlines of a cat other places in that immediate area upstairs but that's all we have left that's the only proof that, that still exists and actually I, I empathize I really understand where you're coming from because we've had things on video infrared video and things like that and you know the tapes have gotten ruined or actually one person kept the video and left <laughs> so unfortunately I mean what do you do with that you know unfortunately sometimes you know you only have the remnants or you know a group of people who will say, yes, I witnessed the video, but, and unfortunately, that can possibly be one of the things that you have to be prepared for, too. That's actually a really good thing to bring up, that with the webcam, you know, with the internet, the internet can be a very sporadic thing. Now, out of curiosity, now, I, I do get, again, folks who ask advice for dealing with animal spirits. So, as a paranormal investigator, perhaps for other paranormal investigators, what do you advise when trying to investigate a location with an animal spirit? Well, we haven't had too many. Um, we had one case we were contacted about, but it, it never came to be. I don't know what happened to the person. They haven't answered my emails. I don't know if they're still around. or. But uh, if you're setting up for an animal you you would have to of course set up your cameras some places where you think the animal would travel um you have to gear your trigger objects toward an animal like you mentioned a cat and a mouse or anything like that or you know it might not be a cat could be a dog i've Mm -hmm. i've heard of one place in new england where you can actually see the horses and cow spirits in the field oh wow that's actually pretty neat, and, and you'd have to, I guess, bring carrots and hay, I guess, for, for something like that. Interesting. Now, how can people see the images? If somebody wants to log in or listens to the show and uh, wants to know more about your group and, and your webcam? Well, you can find us at nightparanormal.com. On, right on the homepage, there is, if you scroll down through the, the text that I have there, there is links to the camera. There is mm-hmm. link to the forum. The forum, you can go in and view it anytime, but to, to post or to interact, you have to sign up and be approved. Okay. That's because of some people from China. but I understand, actually. <laughs> and is this how people can also contact you? Yes, yes. If you go to the website, there is a button that actually says contact. We have our phone numbers on there. The contact button on the contact page will open to an email, and there is also a contact form you can fill out if you want some kind of help or an investigation. Or you know. Excellent. What part of the United States are you in, just so listeners have an idea? We are in northeast Pennsylvania. We cover basically from southern New York to all through Pennsylvania. We, we do help people long distance though i've had evps and worked a couple different cases from all over the country we will help anybody we'll look at your images we will listen to your audio if you just have questions we can we can help you with uh with your questions if we can't if we don't know the answer we can find we have a good network so we can put you in contact with the right people very good is there anything else that you want people to know about you or your team or it's open Um, to you no just check out our site we don't have all the cases posted yet. We have several, probably half a dozen still in the works. Um, listen to our audio that we have from the past. 
if you have any questions or suggestions or, or anything, just contact us via the contact page. Excellent. And they can talk to you from there. Well, that is wonderful. And I want to thank you so much for being on the show and for actually sending us uh, the image of the, of the cat caught on video. That was actually, it's actually a pretty neat image. I saw the cat very easily. I didn't see the woman as easily. You know, I, I mean, I did see her, but the cat, you kind of see the, it's almost as if it's walking off, which I think is great. You see the tail. It's actually walking toward the camera. Oh, is it? Okay. Well, um, I see the tail and the kind of the part of the back. So yeah, it's the, the tail gives it away. The part, of, you know, you can actually see it moving, and it's moving like a cat would move. Individual captures that we used to have, you could see the woman better. But when it was turned into the animation, that was kind of covered up in the background mm-hmm. uh, or kind of lost in the translation, I guess. But um, that's all we have so far, and to date, that that is my personal favorite capture that we have. Oh, excellent. Well, it really is a neat one. And this show usually gets a lot of, of course, animal lovers and paranormalists. So actually, I think the more proof we can document, particularly of animals in the afterlife, personally, I think the better it is for animals because it actually shows that they have the consciousness to extend beyond just the physical world. I mean, it actually puts them a little bit closer to the human level. And, you know, one of my personal goals with this show has always been to be an animal advocate. And, you know, one way to do that That is to say, you know, these guys have some reasoning capacity, some cognitive abilities. I mean, it's not obviously human level, but it's certainly something to consider. And they're all individual, even your cat. So that's wonderful. Well, thank you so much. And as we conclude the show, always remember to support your local pet rescues, pug rescue or rodent rescue, as uh, I'm, I'm doing both right now. Uh, if you have questions, feel free to check out Night Paranormal. They've been around for quite some time. If you're in the Florida area, you're more than welcome to check out the Spirits of St. Petersburg site at www.spiritsofstpetersburg.com. And again, we thank you for listening to the show and have a very haunting day. Pet Life Radio presents Paranormal Pets, where you can always expect the unexpected. Each week we'll discuss all aspects of weird or spiritual animal encounters, ghosts, totems, psychic animals, animal souls, animal angels, and animals in religion, with a little cryptozoology thrown in. Step into the supernatural world of pets every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.